Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 86, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind, in my opinion. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith. How the fuck is everybody doing tonight? I was having technical difficulties. Hopefully the audio sounds good. It was sounding bad before. Hopefully it is sounding okay now. So if you guys can hear me okay, be sure to fucking let me know. Did you guys have a good week? It's fucking Friday. I didn't do much this week. Just hang out. I got shit on. Another week of getting shit on by BreadTube over the BreadTube drama. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the, what, a, what is it? Little person. I was going to say dwarf, but dwarf is not politically correct anymore. I think dwarf is even worse than the, the M word. So the little person who was on a Doug Benson's podcast who supposedly, it appears, admitted to a rape, even though he has now apologized. We're going to go through all that tonight. So, uh, left is the best, A+. plus. The audio sounds good. Awesome. Fix that shit. What's up, Rich Lakin? How you guys doing tonight? Everybody ready for a good fucking show? I think it's going to be a short show tonight. We'll see. Not a whole lot of fucking shit happened that was interesting this week, but we're going to cover what did. What's up to everybody out there? Suri's uh, the Skeptic made a live stream about you today. Were they shitting on me? Everybody's mad. Everybody's mad. We're going to talk about that. Everybody's mad because I'm now the face of this new movement for content creator transparency, which was never my intention. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Dusty, did you watch the video? Darkness, baby, trust me when I say it's not just a song. I read about it. We're going to talk about a little bit. Some of the uh, chud reaction to it. Didn't actually watch it, but I did hear it was about gun control and uh, the Las Vegas shooting and whatever. So, Call to Dusty, I have one question. Can you do pull-ups? I don't know. Used to be able to do a bunch of pull-ups when I was uh, in Denver, but that has been a long time ago and many pounds ago. I have not tried any pull-ups in quite a while, so I'm going to say I could probably do one, maybe, but who knows. Uh, Progressive Voice made one on YouTube. Awesome. I had a little chat with him today. Everybody's doing videos about me. Everybody mad. So uh, I'm sure he was not very complimentary, but we had a little uh, talk on Twitter today earlier, so we're going to talk about that. I'm going to show what he said and what I said about it, so... It's all good. Who cares? I don't really give a shit about any of this stuff anyway. So let's get started. First, we'll talk about the uh, Brad Williams thing. Did you guys see this? So before I start off, I will say that he did come out later and say that he was just making this up on the spot. Now, you can watch this for yourself and you can ask yourself if you think he is making this up on the spot. It does not seem to me like he is making this up on the spot. That doesn't mean it happened. It could be something he thought of as a joke earlier, a, a, a quote-unquote joke or, or whatnot. And also, uh, I don't know if this is true, but somebody in the Reddit forum said that he referenced the same thing another time during a stand-up, I guess, event he had with Carlos Mencia. So uh, you guys can watch this. You guys can decide whether it looks like he is just making this up on the spot. I have no idea if this really happened or not, but what he is describing here is clearly rape and... Uh, not cool. Vox wants to know, uh, mm -hmm. what's the weirdest Carlos Mencia story you've got? Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, I was Mencia's opener for four years. And uh, 
Do you guys still get along? Are you friendly? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're friends. So you can say something weird that happened with him that he wouldn't be offended? Absolutely. Okay, go. Uh, the When he, we were on a tour bus together and uh, he got this, this girl was like on the bus and just really wanted to sleep with Carlos and was in the back of the, got on the bus, actually uh, blew our driver to get on the bus. And then was who are you kiss? <laughs> Apparently, uh, she was in the well, back. That is sexy driver. <laughs> I tore with the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's getting blown. <laughs> so she was. Uh, so she's in the back, and 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 Mencia's married. He's not going to do anything. So he turned off all the lights, and then <laughs> sent me in. And then I started hooking up with the girl. And it went for a good 15 minutes before she realized that, huh, I mean, Mencia's tiny, but he shouldn't have stubby arms like that. And then finally uh, she realized that she was having sex with me. That's kind of, I feel like that's like a rape story. That's <laughs> <laughs> not in a technical sense. I yeah. think technically it is. <laughs> well, I hope this was over seven years ago. <laughs> it was. The statute of limitations are, are good. <laughs> it was good being here. <laughs> nice knowing you, Brad. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you think you could get in trouble somehow for what he did? Yeah. <laughs> what does that Yeah. It's like rape passed through osmosis or something? No, rape passed through rape. No, I'm just paranoid of everything. And I'm like, I, like I, they're like, oh, do you have medical marijuana? Yeah, I, I live in Venice. You'd get one when you move there. Um, uh, <laughs> You're right there, buddy? No, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. perfectly fine. I'm okay. not nervous at all. The nerves are actually wearing off. All right. Okay, so yeah, what he described there is clear rape. That's that's rape by deception. Um, not that cool, in my opinion. Um, but he did come out, and finally, this happened five years ago in 2014. And he hasn't seemed to, as far as I can find, commented on it or apologized for it in five years. But this video went viral again on Reddit recently. And uh, so apparently, he, over the last few years, has been copyright claiming and taking down any of the videos that feature this to try to, I guess, cover it up. And anybody that asked him about it on Twitter, he has been blocking left and right. So apparently, uh, I guess yesterday, the day before yesterday, he finally unblocked everybody on Twitter who was criticizing him and he issued an apology. And here's his apology. Hello, everyone. Recently, a podcast, Getting Dug With High, I did years ago, as a younger, more inexperienced comedian has resurfaced. On the podcast, guests get high, talk, and answer questions. A question was asked of me to describe a crazy story that happened on the road. I didn't have any crazy stories, but I did want to say no, as this is a very popular podcast and I want it to be funny. So I made up a story on the spot to try and be entertaining. Unfortunately, the story was not funny at all and made light of an incredibly serious topic. I understand that people were offended, and rightfully so, by me joking about such material, and I want to take this opportunity to let you know that I regret what I said and apologize for the content of the story. But I want to emphasize that it was just a story that I made up. It was an unfunny, horrible fabrication, and the actions described in the story never happened. Regardless, the topic that made light of are extremely serious and i want everyone to know that i fully support the me too movement my joke contributed to rape culture 
For that, I am embarrassed and ashamed. I'm embarrassed that my wanting to have a story and to make my friends laugh wound up going down that dark of a road. It's not who I am, and I'll do everything in my power to never be a part of that again. I need to do better, and I will. I would prefer to live in a world where true victims can come forward without fear of retaliation and retribution. I hope people in my life, both personally and professionally, will attest to my character. I want to set a good example for my daughter, so I will apologize to her, my wife, my friends, and family, and to all of you, the people who have supported me throughout my career. I also apologize to you. I am truly and deeply sorry for my words. I can't express enough how sorry I am. I caused anyone pain, and I'll do everything I can to make this right. In the future, I will choose the contents of which I speak more carefully. From now, for now, I'm taking some time off to be there for my new growing family. I look forward to the future and wish you all the best that life has to offer. Thank you. I think they just had a new baby, him and his wife. And uh, a lot of the comments, of course, were from Chud saying, don't ever apologize. Never apologize. What are you apologizing for? I've lost so much respect for you for apologizing. Yeah, dude, don't apologize for admitting that you raped somebody. And they're like, don't apologize for jokes, man. Even it was a joke. I mean, that is a bad joke. And uh, this definitely is part of rape culture, right? The fact that he could get up there on a very popular podcast and without worrying about it at all, basically admit to raping someone, that's rape culture. When people talk, oh, rape culture doesn't exist. Yeah, rape culture exists. And uh, I, I talked about this before with Revenge of the Nerds. I did a short video on it not long ago, and I took a lot of shit for pointing out that Revenge of the Nerds basically contributes to rape culture. This is the movies that we grew up with as kids that made this kind of behavior seem acceptable. I'll actually, hopefully this won't get copyright protected, but I'm going to show you the clip, the rape scene from Revenge of the Nerds, right? So it starts off with uh, the hero of the movie. I think his name is Arvard or something. Uh, and he's trying to get a kiss from this girl, and she rejects him. It's time for my break. So she's basically like, kiss, fuck you, kiss. I don't want to kiss you. And so this is her boyfriend. Her boyfriend comes up and says, kiss this uh, heavier woman instead. So Arvid basically steals the costume of the blonde boyfriend and puts it on. And then goes and meets the girl inside the booth here and she's like uh yeah you want to have sex because she thinks it's her boyfriend and he's like hell yeah let's have sex baby yeah i want to have sex and so they go in here and uh lay down and she still thinks it's her boyfriend and basically he rapes her i guess it, it, some people say he just ate her out and i guess penetrated her and stuff and whatnot so uh basically goes down on her is raping her and then her response to it is oh my god you're amazing i love being raped by you You've never done this. Oops, you didn't see that. Oh, Stan. That was wonderful. He did things to me you've never done before. <gasps> You're that nerd. Yeah. Oh, God, you were wonderful. Ooh, that's the best rape I ever had. <sighs> Are all nerds as good as you? Yes. Because all jacks think about is so anyway, she ends up with her rapist because you know that's that's the 80s for you. It was a really fucking cringy, horrible time in a lot of ways. Um, and the and the crazy thing is was the response I got to it. 
I'll show you one of the responses I got to it on Facebook. These motherfuckers just, they are so fucking creepy. Um, let's scroll up here to the top up. There we go. Anthony Bernavier, whatever you pr pronounce his name. Dusty Smith, brother, you're missing the point of the story. Everything is about context. The guy was a god in bed, but the girl would never have given him a chance if she knew it was him under the mask. And at the end of the movie, they ended up together. Goes to show you an example of maybe you should give people a chance that you think are not worth it for whatever reason. Maybe that might be the person of your dreams. It's a common feeling being in love with someone from across the room and knowing that you would be great together. But if she never gives you a chance or vice versa, you will never know. It wasn't rape. She thought it was her boyfriend. If he hadn't said anything, no one would have known shit. It was just sex. You're adding the whole rape thing. Take off your maxi pad, bro. You're having a heavy flow day. At the end of the day, everything worked out. I'm like, holy shit, dudes. Like, fuck me. So basically, I'm like, okay, please immediately, all you motherfuckers, if you're fans of mine, do not be fans of mine. Immediately stop being fans of mine. I don't want anything to do with you because I think your fans represent you. And I, you guys are embarrassing as fuck. So unsubscribe to me. Pretend like you never even fucking heard of me immediately. And of course, they got seven likes. Name and shame these motherfuckers. Whoever these motherfuckers are who like this shit should be fucking shamed for liking this goddamn bullshit. It's disgusting. Like, you're fucking disgusting human beings. That's clear fucking rape. And, uh, of course, I said, can you guys please not be fans of mine? If you are, you are fucked, and I'd be embarrassed to be associated with you. So, yeah, that's the way I feel about it. So this is, like I said, rape culture. This makes guys think this type of behavior is acceptable, and it's absolutely not. Rape is not a laughing matter. Rape is not something that, you know, it's not cool, dudes. It's just not fucking cool, right? So anyway, I don't know if that guy was joking or not, Brad Williams. I don't know if this story is made up or not. It seems like maybe a made-up story, but it's definitely not that funny to laugh about and brag about. And it's kind of uh, disturbing that Doug Benson put that up there. Because, you know, obviously they taped it ahead of time. I don't think it was live. doesn't seem like it was live, so... You would think they would have known that was inappropriate to put out there, and they didn't. And and it seems like the one guy who realized it was rape wished he would have listened to his conscience and just walked off, you know, not been associated with that. So, but anyway, what do you guys think about his apology? Is that enough for you? Is that acceptable? Or uh, do you think it's very bad? Every college comedy in the '80s had some sort of passed out girl and got rapey. Doesn't make it right. But I guess not putting that shit in movies anymore has been already been done. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that we're evolving as a society, right? It's nice that we are uh, no longer accepting of that. But, you know, it is the same type of behavior that a lot of people learned as a kid. And, and then, like, another part of the movie was putting cameras in the girls' locker rooms and stuff like that. Or, you know, putting your dick through a hole in the girls' bathroom. Uh, it is. It's good that we no longer accept that, though, for sure. If no means no, doesn't yes mean yes? Uh, I don't know what you're saying. Is this guy trolling? I don't think he was trolling. It doesn't seem like he was. He, he, they asked him repeatedly, are you trolling? And he said, no, I'm not trolling. I actually believe this. So uh, who knows? Hard to tell with these fucking judges. But either way, not cool. 
Forgot to mention my uh, Patreon act from Francis Podcast. You guys want to support the show? Up to uh, $1,181. Obviously, I am transparent with this shit. And we don't have any super chats yet. Slow super chat night. But uh, if you want to support the show in super chats, always the best way to support the show. Life of the show. I read every question on here. So if you want to be immortalized in the super chats, please support the show. If you feel like it, if you're able to, much appreciated. I'll go back to the regular chat since there's no super chats. Looks like it's going to be a slow night on the super chats. But what you going to do? A lot of people are mad at me for uh, for my comments about the uh, bread tube. We're going to get into that next. Your fans are a representative of you. Uh, I, that, that's what I think, too. I, I'm embarrassed. Like That's a lot of the reason I changed my content uh, because so many of the fans that I had associated with me, like these people, that guy was probably a fan of mine from back in my more edgy shitlord days. I've been trying to purge these people as much as I possibly can because I don't have anything to do with them. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Uh, if the story was a joke, then yeah, the apology is enough. Okay. If it is a joke, I guess the apology is enough. Works for me. Here are the cats in there making all kinds of noise. Nah, bro, it was rape. Yes, that was definitely rape. Cringe. Agree. Cringy as fuck. Not in my experience. What if the super chats are even working? Am I super chats not working or just nobody super chat me? Maybe nobody super chat me. Let me reload it. No, nope. no super chats. All right. Going to continue on with the show then. Going to talk about uh, the whole bread tube thing. People are upset with me. And they should be, really. I'm a fucking dick. Why wouldn't you hate me? So, uh, I didn't create this argument that I was using against BreadTube. It was a very mild critique. Like I've said before in my last show, BreadTube is not my enemy. And as far as I'm concerned, like I mostly have more in common with them than not. And even though I don't consider myself a part of BreadTube, like what I said just meant to be mild, right? But it's not something that I came up with my own. This is something that I read other people say and I, and I sort of agreed with it. So I was kind of giving BreadTube shit over it. And the argument, basically, uh, this person kind of encapsulates this argument. I have a limited amount of funds. I like my money to go to a place that's most needed and not someone who's already doing really well. I kind of need to know how big someone's patrons currently are. It's the only way to keep to, to make an informed decision, so I find it shady to keep that hidden. And so basically, the argument is that these people don't want to fund... So some of these people... Some, most of these people don't give a shit, but some of these people don't want to fund these content creators... If they're using the money to live excessively, they're, they're fine with funding the content creators to make content. And you need money. They hire people to make content. And, they, you know, they're perfectly willing to fund whatever they need to make quality content. And also they're willing to fund them to live comfortably. But if the money is going to more than living comfortably, to living in excess... They would rather that money be used on the smaller content creators on BreadTube because they believe that, you know, if the smaller content creators actually have more money too, then they can make higher quality content. And by supporting the smaller content creators instead of just the ones at the very top, you actually help the message of BreadTube spread easier, right? Um, because, you know, you're, more people are able to live on what they make and they're able to put more time and effort and money into making content. It actually helps the message of BreadTube spread further and faster than if you just support the few at the top. So some people have a problem with the lack of transparency from the top creators 
they wish that they would not hide their amount of money they make through Patreon. And um, and for some reason, some people, that's enough, right? As long as you don't hide that, that'd be plenty. And some other people think that they should perhaps um, be more transparent about what the money is spent, you know, how much they're making individually and how much they're spending on production and whatnot. Um, I understand why this is an incredibly controversial idea. And I want to say right off the bat, most people disagree with me. And I listen to the criticism. I absolutely understand why you people disagree with me. Uh, and have no problem with why you disagree with me. It's, it's totally fine. And uh, then there's a s- completely separate argument that's slightly related, but it's a, it's a separate critique. And the separate critique that I had was of the uh, upper middle class as a whole and whether or not we should put what I call social pressure, basically encouraging those who make over $100,000 a year to give their excess to needy. This directly attacks, you know, wealth inequality and helps uh, pull up those who are in the lower classes and whatnot. And for a community that seems to be very concerned with, you know, wealth inequality and class struggle and whatnot, that seems like a good idea. And so I had this uh, mini debate. Somebody said rational, uh, what's his name? rational discord or whatever his name is, rational disconnect. Uh, said that he did a video about me. I didn't see it, but we kind of had this same similar conversation earlier. Um, and he says, uh, if you care about what is practical for a policy, why would you go after the middle upper middle class who are 25 to 66% of the population when you could go after the 1%? They have the same amount of wealth, so you'll only stand to turn off more people for similar words. And I said, and I responded, let's see over here. Because I believe going after both will produce better results, help more people out. You know, there's a huge amount of money that is tied up in the upper middle class, and I am encouraging harm reduction, and so that's why I suggested that. And he says, also, people donating to charity doesn't solve systemic problems. That's basically a libertarian argument. You need targeted taxes to actually solve problems, or you're never going to be able to raise taxes on any part of the middle class in a significant way, which I responded. I'm not sure anyone has made that argument. I'm not making the argument that charity fixes systemic problems, but we are simply talking about harm reduction until systemic change can be made. Advocating those with financial excess to share the wealth in no way stops you from fighting systemic change, right? You can do both just because you advocate people who have an excess of wealth, donate that wealth or give that wealth to the needy doesn't mean you can't also vigorously fight for social change. And he says, sure, more people giving to charity would be better. But it's not going to solve anything. Taxes are the way to most effectively help people and close that gap. People making forty-five thousand to fifty to five hundred thousand don't seem to be the problem here. I said you say it doesn't solve anything, but I've helped plenty of people with my excess, and I have, and plenty of people have helped me with their excess. You know, it goes both ways. Harm reduction is very important, in my opinion. You know, so we can make systemic change. There are people out there who are suffering right now. They some of these people can't wait. For the system to change if the system is ever going to change. So why not advocate for more charity on the upper classes? It doesn't seem like that unreasonable of a position to me. It seems like sort of a moral position, but it's, it's an idea that lots of people have a problem with for some reason, and I'm trying to understand why, but and I never mentioned anybody under 100k a year after expenses. Since we're talking about a, a 100k and over, like I said in the last show, they've done studies that show how much money you need to live to live comfortably and happily. And it's between 75 to 90,000 and over that, it seems like it has diminishing returns where it doesn't really provide more happiness. 
So uh, that's sort of what I was advocating. So he goes on to say, Look, I'm glad that you've done good things with your money, but again, this isn't how we effectively solve problems. Massive systemic problems. You need targeted taxes on where the money is. I don't have any problem with that, but you can do both. I don't understand why these things are mutually exclusive. They don't seem like they would be to me. Um, okay, if you're talking about people over 100K, your argument is worse. The top 1% have almost as much money as the entire middle class. Okay, cool. You can target both the super rich and also the upper middle class, it seems like. And like literally all I'm talking about is encouraging people to be more generous through social media, through social pressure, you know, discouraging displays of extreme wealth and encouraging um, and, you know, complimenting people who are more socially aware and give their access to the poor. I don't really see why that's a problem, but okay. Uh, anyway, so he says, sure, but you're immoral. Sure, but you're, I guess he's quoting me, you're immoral for having 100K is a hard sell to any part of the middle class. And I was like, well, and, he's, and then he's excused me of, uh, I'm causing division in bread tube, which am I? I'm not even really a part of bread tube. I didn't realize I was causing this division. That's definitely not my uh, intent. And I said, well, what we're advocating would actually help bread tube. That's the whole point. If content creators being transparent so people can make more educated decisions, about where their financial support will go, which is meant to help smaller creators and grow the community. I think that's, you know, it seems reasonable. I don't know, but like people were upset with me about it. And uh, so then suddenly I became like this face of this movement because I'm not, like I said, I'm not the only one who has these ideas. I didn't even start these ideas. I'm just, I guess I'm the most famous person, most popular person to actually say these ideas out loud. And so uh, this person made a video. I, I uh, on Twitter, I, guesstimated how much I thought some of these top content creators on BreadTube were making. And uh, my estimation, now I did a, a couple different estimations. I did say at one point that I thought it might be $10 per patron. and uh, But then in another part, I guesstimated how much I thought ContraPoints was making off uh, the new 2,600 subscribers that she got after being canceled. And uh, I gave a conservative estimation. And my conservative estimation seemed to sort of be close to correct at least according to this video. But I admit it, like I was wildly off, which kind of happens when you're not transparent. It makes people, you know, more likely to assume things that are not true. But anyway, this video got made and uh, I was mentioned in this video. And basically uh, this person who's way smarter than I am, at least mathematically, seemed to write a code that more accurately figured out how much these larger content creators were making. And uh, mentioned me repeatedly throughout this video um, and, and my conversations that I was having with people on uh, Twitter about it. And uh, like I said, I sort of became the, the, the face of this movement. And this person who made this video is advocating for uh, more transparency. He is one of these people that thinks that if these content creators are more transparent, then people could be more educated on where they want to place their support. And uh, he laid out according to, to his program, how much he believes some of the top content creators are making. I think he did Sean Jin. Um, and, I, and I guess Sean Jin also, after my comments on Twitter, made a post that said people were speculating about how much money he made. And they were saying he made $300,000 a year and that he didn't make anywhere near that. And I don't know if he was talking about me or not. I assume he must have been talking about me, but I like literally never mentioned Sean. It was actually the opposite. I basically complimented him because I believe it was him that I heard say that he was doing fine and people should donate to other 
smaller content creators instead of him. And I was like giving him props for that. I think he deleted that message. Um, and then later on, several others, including Sean and uh, Lindsay Ellis, uh, they came out with long threads discussing why they are not more transparent on uh, their earnings and whatnot. And I understand the, the, the points that they're making. But at the same time, it does sort of seem like you're opening yourself up to more assumption. And you can just be, you could be transparent if you want to be. But anyway, I took a lot of fucking shit. Also, I'm not going to mention how much he said everybody was making because it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter who's at the top of this. It could be anybody. The specific person is, is not important to this conversation at all as far as I'm concerned. It's not even an attack on these people, right? It was more of a critique of the people donating instead of spreading the money around donating to a specific people at the top. It, it, like I said, I don't care if you donate to any of these people. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I got shit on really hard by a lot of people. Shoe on Head made a thread about me. She posted a video. I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, like, I was going through something. I think it was when my aunt became homeless. And I was going, I was, like, really depressed. And there was, like, one uh, episode of my podcast where I was just whining. It was so fucking cringy and whiny about, you know, uh, the lack of support that I was receiving. And it was embarrassing. And even on the next show, I apologized. I was like, holy shit, like that was really embarrassing. I don't like that at all. I, I think that's not how I want to represent myself. And so I apologize to the audience. Well, anyway, I guess somebody clipped this out for shoe on head and she played, she put the video up there, a big a 40 second, 46 second clip of, of me basically whining in order to uh, slam me for it. Dusty months ago, Crowders makes millions. Left-wingers don't financially support other left-wingers like right-wingers do. I hope that happens someday. And then left-wingers start financially supporting other left-wingers. Dusty, now, why they should probably give their money away. I mean, yeah, I sort of changed my opinion on it after hearing the other arguments. Like, I do that. When I research things and I hear better ideas, I tend to evolve my opinions on things and let them be known. But anyway, like... It's totally fair that she posted this. Like, if I post things that are bad on my show, it's totally, absolutely fair for those to, people to use them to dunk on me and to make me look bad. I mean, that's just the way the system works. That's the way the game is played. So, like, it's cool. I'm not going to hate on her for, for specifically doing this. Um, but I do want to say, like, um, I'm going to bow out of this whole financial transparency conversation. Because, like, I've heard the criticism. Like I said, I'm, most people disagree with me. And I'm completely fine with that. And, like, this is not an issue that I really care that much about. There are definitely bigger fish to fry than going after BreadTube. And all these people are asking me to come on their shows and debate them and defend this idea. And I'm like, I don't really give a shit. Like, all I'm going to do if I do that is fuel this thing. All that's happened to me all week is people continuously, every five seconds, coming at me, bitching at me about it and trying to get me to defend myself. And it's hard not to defend yourself when people are continuously bringing up. So I don't really want to put more fuel in this fire. It's not something I really care about too much. Um, I do think it's a conversation that is going to be happening on the bread to community and other communities too, not just bread to community um, in, the, in the next years to come. But like I said, that's their community. That's up to them to decide what they want to talk about. And I'll leave that, those conversations up to those guys. And I'm just not really interested in being the face of this movement because, like I said, I'm not even a part of BreadTube. Like, when I say that they should donate money to poor content creators, I'm not talking about myself because I'm not a part of that community. It doesn't benefit me at all to even have this conversation. All it seems to be doing is causing me problems by having all these people come shit on me for it. So anyway, I'm bowing out of the conversation. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care who you fund. I don't care what you do. It's all good to me. 
I, I was just talking shit on Facebook a little, on Twitter a little bit, so not that big of a deal. But I understand why people are mad. I totally get it. It's all good. Read some super chats. Super chats. Parker Guire. I went to Walgreens today, and this dude got mad because I accidentally cut him in line. I was like, sorry. Thought she meant me, and he just kept ranting. LOL. Yeah, people have too much time on their hands. Gotta be more understanding, right? Just chill out. Sign on five dollars. Keep giving fur babies a home. I will. I will try to. Long as I'm, you know, as long as you guys support me on the show, I will continue to uh, do the show. But uh, you know, if the, if the support slacks and I can't do it, I'll have to figure out something else. I might have to like go back to like I said, eventually making shorter videos, making like just uh, religious bullshit videos, and do this show only once a week. Not there yet, but it might happen. If it happens, it happens. It's all good. Uh, Zai five dollars. Keep up the good work, Dusty. I will, Zai. Thank you for your support. Really appreciate that. Steve R, $5, get yourself a coffee or a beer or put it towards some weed on me. You're one of the few pure YouTubers out there. Steve, hey, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate that. Um, I try not to drink too much anymore, but I, I did drink some coffee earlier. And I will buy me a diet soda on you. Appreciate that. Johnny gave me $2. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate that. You guys rock. Hey, right, more Super Chats, please, if you can afford it, if you want to support the show. Very much appreciated. As you know, most of the money goes to the Humanist Side of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute little dogs and cats and give them the forever home. So we got out there earlier today and we fixed their fence for them. They were trying to dig underneath the fence. We had to get there and put some like chicken wire down and some landscaping spikes down at the bottom of the fence. They couldn't dig under it. So that was my project for today. Cuss Dusty, if she don't hit a store in shade, you're doing something right. I know, right? I ain't got no problem with that. I mean, really, she only kind of helps me, so... Ain't that big of a deal. Cut to Dusty. Or 50 years, the middle class has gotten the shaft on raises, so it's time for the upper crust to tighten their belts. Uh, yeah, it would be nice if the wealth was shared a little bit, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to do combi potato. I didn't set it up again. Is that Dusty Tarn or combi potato? No. It's like uncanny how much they sound exactly alike. Dusty laying down on Twitter, getting pushed back. Yeah, it's fine, though. You know, it's, I talk so much shit. And when you dish it out, you have to be able to take it. So it's not really that big of a deal. Um, I'm kind of used to it by now. You kind of get a, a Teflon skin after a while. Things just kind of bounce off of you. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good for real. Uh, imagine if Jink never started the Justice Democrats, the Wolfpack, etc. Those YouTubers just want to pose poor so they can keep getting donations. Well, like I said, I don't want to shit on those YouTubers too much. I think it's more of uh, the community. The community decides where the money goes. So... I don't really blame the YouTubers for taking as much money as they can get. Um, I mean, I, 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 there, like I said, there is a separate critique that goes to the entire middle class or the upper middle class, but I, uh, it's not really specifically aimed at those particular individuals. Um, Dustin's whole YouTube career has been steeped in drama. I know, right? Drama queen. Everybody hates drama. You all know that. Okay, let's see. This is all right. So chat I'm gonna read now. Next up, I'm gonna talk about uh snowflakes, lying liars who lie. So first temple. Holy shit! This is fucking insane. What is wrong with these people? These pens Nancy Pelosi used to sign the articles, and she gave them out to colleagues. Wow, they look like bullets. Oh my god, they're advocating violence. These fucking liberals are gone nuts. Holy shit. He wasn't the only one to say this. Oh, God. Close it too early. Uh, also, Paul Joseph Watson jumping in on this. 
Paul Joseph Watson, Nancy Pelosi signed the articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump with pens that look like bullets as she and other Democrats laughed. <laughs> They're threatening the president. Fucking violent lives. But what they did was they took, the, they took this blurry ass picture, I guess, because they're lying liars. And uh, this is what the actual pins look like. Does that look like a bullet to anybody? They look like fucking pins. They're just fucking pins. Yeah, if you blur them out and you're dishonest about it, I guess they might look like bullets if you tell people that. But holy shit, you people are just trying to manufacture controversy. But it works, you know. They get tens of thousands of likes for this bullshit. They're able to feed into their red meat of their narratives. And, uh, of course, like somebody earlier said, Eminem came out with a new album today, and I guess he uh, advocated for gun control. And so Paul just Watson got to get his panties in a wad over it. Eminem's new album is absolute shite. No surprise, though, given that the main focus of it seems to be about pushing insipid Democratic Party political talking points. Orange man still bad. They always have to reduce everything to this orange man bad argument because they don't want to actually debate the merits of your points. So if they can just say these ridiculous lowest common denominator phrases to shut down any kind of debate, that's exactly what reactionaries want to do. That's what conservatives want to do. They want to stop change from happening in any way they can. They want to maintain the status quo. So they have these little phrases that they can uh, feed to their audience so they can shut down any kind of conversations. They really never have to think about anything. And Orange Man Bad is one of them. And of course, Timba says, Paul's tweet seems to presuppose that the quality of Eminem's music would improve if he was praising Donald Trump in his lyrics. And of course, you know, it would. He would love it if he was praising Donald Trump. You know, suddenly he would care about what celebrities are saying. That's what it's always like, right? And, uh, Speaking of Tim Pool, since we're talking about Tim Pool, here he is playing a game where the object of the game is to kill social justice. Tuning in, this is, this game is called, this game will make you hate, I guess. So yeah, he's killing all these social justice warriors, feminists, and people holding signs for, you know, eat the rich and whatnot. And uh, the comment on this is exactly right from the Serbs. Pretty sure if Sam Cedar had a gaming channel where he LARPed around killing Turning Points USA attendees, it would be the subject of a 10-part temple expose, and it would. Imagine if there was a game where you were killing Trump supporters. And let me just say right off the bat, folks, I don't have any problem with Temple playing this game. My point is that if it were the shoe with the other foot, he would be bitching about this. He would be saying, oh my God, look how violent the left is. They've gone nuts. But it's just the double standard these people always fucking have. You know, they're incredible fucking snowflakes when it's happening to them. But when, it, when they're doing it, it's, uh, it's completely different. It's always the way. Hypocrites who are hypocritical. That's what it's all about. And then we're going to talk about, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, this dude, what the fuck's his name? Um. Anyway, this is the guy who uh, is under indictment for fraud, and he's explaining how Trump has been lying. Trump's been like, I don't know this guy. Don't know anything about this guy. Haven't even heard of him. What the fuck are you talking about? And he explains, yes, Trump knows me. We've talked many times, and he basically lays it out out right here. In terms of the president and what he has said about you, um, he said about you and Mr. Fruman, Igor Fruman, I don't know those gentlemen, I don't know about them, I don't know what they do. You're saying that was not a true statement from the president. He lied. 
I mean, we're not friends. I mean, when you say friends, I mean, me and him didn't watch football games together. We didn't eat hot dogs. But he knew exactly who we were. He knew exactly who I was, especially because I interacted with him at a lot of events. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with him at uh, um, gatherings where they would have special, like these round tables where there would be only six people at a, at a table. We've had several of those. And basically, I mean, I was with Rudy more than, uh, I mean, four or five days out of the week. I mean, and I was in content, con constant contact with him. So, and I was with Rudy when he would speak to the president plenty of times. I mean, so it's just ludicrous. You've been with Mr. Giuliani when he was Giuliani when he was on the phone with the president. Absolutely. And how would you know that he was on the phone with the president? Would it be on speakerphone, or you well, could just hear it? Well, several times it would be on speakerphone, where he would like start the conversation on speakerphone and then take it off and then go somewhere sideways, you know, to talk to him. But a lot of times it would be on the golf course when we would golfing together. Especially, I remember during the Mueller uh, times where uh, Rudy, I remember, said something that he didn't appreciate or was taken out of context, and he was screaming at him. So loud. That's why when I watched the impeachment and I saw the testimony about the Sutherland, that I reiterate, I could understand that uh, you could hear President Trump talking next to, like I heard him several times when he was with Rudy. Because he speaks loudly on the phone. Very loudly, yeah. So obviously, Trump lying. There's tons of pictures of them together. And it's what you expect from Trump. You know, he, he's a professional liar. It's exactly what he fuck he does. But of course, Tim Pool. Dim tool, millionaire dim tool all over. Dim tool's like, it's the same bullshit over and over. Bombshell, 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 and then it fizzles. Maddow is the Alex Jones of the left, and people keep taking this seriously. Yeah, Rachel Maddow is exactly the same as Alex Jones, but uh, here's the funny thing. Tim Pool is on record saying that Alex Jones is actually a legit source of information. Over the past several years of moving more into the mainstream, the more acceptable and uh They've gotten away from a lot of the crazier conspiracy stuff, but uh, so so yeah, a lot of the stuff they put out now isn't uh, fake news. So that's his opinion of Alex Jones. So is he saying here that Rachel Maddow is only up and up, not fake news? Doesn't seem very consistent there, Dim Tool. Just saying. And so the Democrat debates happened recently, and uh, good lord, CNN took a lot of shit. CNN is fake news was trending. Uh, and uh, you know it's bad when MSNBC is calling your ass out. So let's have a listen here. Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator Warren that a woman could not win the election. That is correct. Senator Warren, what did you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? I, I am completely confused as to why it turned from Bernie Sanders saying I didn't say it to Elizabeth Warren being asked, what did you think when he said it? He says he didn't say it. So you, you turn to Elizabeth Warren and say, did he say it? That's the issue. That was bizarre. I mean, it's bizarre. It was. What the heck happened there? Are, are, are... I can answer that. CNN is owned by billionaires who don't want Bernie Sanders to be elected because they don't want to pay their fair share. And so they're doing everything they can to sabotage him. That's exactly what the fuck's happening here. And Elizabeth Warren, I don't know. Like, I'll still vote for Elizabeth Warren over Donald Trump, but she seems to be kind of playing dirty pool here. Um, like, after the debate, she knew she was miked. And so basically she walks up to Bernie Sanders and does this. Obviously something she knows is going to be on the news cycle. She knows everybody can hear them and accuses him of calling her a liar. 
debate in Des Moines, Iowa. This was it, the last time Americans will hear the Democratic candidates all on stage together, hearing them debate before the first votes are passed in 20 days. I can't hear Six it. I guess it's not anyway, she walks up to him and basically says, you called me a liar. And he said, I don't want to really talk about this right now. You can call me. You know, we can discuss this, but this is not the time and place for this. So anyway, dirty pool, in my opinion, from Elizabeth Warren. But, you know, I, 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 she might be in desperation mode. This is just how politics is played, I guess. A lot of people disappointed. A lot of people are like, never Warren. I'm never going to vote for Warren. And like, I'm not like that. People keep asking me, are you one of these never Warren people? After how she treated Bernie? Uh, No. I, I don't think that was a great thing to do, but I would definitely vote for her, even Biden over fucking Trump, right? Anybody except for Trump. So, anyway, a little bit disappointed in her. And did you hear? Onision is suing, uh, he's suing, what is that guy's name? Um, shit, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, what the fuck? He sold his socks. I can't think of his fucking name now. And he's also suing, um, the guy from Dateline to Catch a Predator. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Trying to blank on both these people's names right now. Uh, Mr. Repsian. Mr. Repsian. No, Mr. Repsian. Apparently, Mr. Repsian went on uh, the show of that Dateline guy and called Onision a uh, pedophile. And I guess he's being sued about that. And he's also suing... Um, the fuck's his name? Tell me what his name is. What the, the other guy. What's the other fucking guy's name? Um... Anyway, he came to his house and he knocked on his door. And so basically they said, he has been stalking us for 10 years. And I believe it's likely that he would continue after a year. Yeah, Chris Hansen. That's the name I'm thinking of. Complete, I'm not even stoned. Completely drawing a blank on Chris Hansen. Have a seat right there. Anyway, so uh, I, I, I think he's suing Chris Hansen for, um, to get a protection order. So he can't come bother him anymore. And, I, and, I, and I, then I think he's also suing Repsion for... Um, slander yeah chris hansen here he is chris hansen been stalking us for nearly half a year we would like to have a peace for as long as possible so i don't know he may have like a a case against Rebsian. if Rebsian called him a pedophile and there's no real evidence that he is a pedophile and i don't like i don't really think there is an ev any evidence that he had sex with anybody that was underage now i do think there's evidence that he was probably grooming people while they're underage and then he had sex with them when they were under when they finally became of age and I think there's probably evidence, too, that he may have been talking to people that were underage in ways that he should not have been talking to them. But I think to be able to go in public and call him a pedophile, there'd have to be some evidence that he actually had sex with somebody who was prepubescent. And uh, so he might, who knows, he might have a case against Mr. Repsian. I know Mr. Repsian is uh, got a, or he's going to start a campaign to get donations and stuff to fund his legal team and whatnot. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know what you guys think of that. Scumzian. You guys don't like Mr. Repsian? I don't really know much about him. I kind of got a bad taste in my mouth when he took TJ's uh, side over mine. When TJ threatened to beat me up for saying something I don't like. So, not amazing, but uh, I guess he's okay. Seems like a, a pretty nice guy other than that. So, does Chris Hansen work with the FBI now? I think Chris Hansen just works on, like, uh, YouTube now. Just walks around and tries to bust whoever he thinks is a predator, whoever thinks he's going to get him some ratings on YouTube. Onision and Repsion have a long history together. I know that all those guys, uh, Repsion and uh, Blair White and uh, 
a whole but that whole crew, that whole clique over there has a kind of a a long tradition of shitting on each other. So Repsion is a kiss butt ass dude. Yeah, that's kind of how I read him too. But that's the reason I don't get involved with those cliques because I just find him to be kind of ass kissy. And like, if you go against the clique, then you're kind of ostracized from it and you're punished. But also, you're punished for not being a part of it anyway. So, fuck all that. Uh, they they both are fucking odd, true, odd people. Onision is having a bad year. Yep, seems to be getting worse and worse for Onision. But uh, you know, doesn't seem like a very nice dude. I'm not a big fan after he stole money from my animal sanctuary. So fuck that dude. Am I right? I met Daniel once when I was 12 in 2003. He told me he wanted to be a cop when he grew up. That Rebsian, I think he's a welder now, so didn't quite make that. Zero spec from Reptile after that anti-furry video he did. I did an anti-furry video too, though. I don't, I don't hold those positions anymore. I think that was just a shithead thing to do, though, so maybe I can be forgiven for it. But I was just being a fucking dickhead about all that. Should have minded my own fucking business. It was Onision that this happened to, not Repsion. Your facts are wrong. Onision that what happened to? I don't know if you're talking to me or not. Um, I answered from him as well as all the IDW types a couple years back. I love Jackie Glenn, but seeing her BFS with Blair White made me unsub. Yep, very disappointing. Heads up, her uh, website, JackieGlenn.com, is going to be available in about a week. And I'm not going to renew it, so anybody that wants to pick it up, Feel free to pick it up. I am washing my hands of that. Also, AmazingAtheist.com is going to be up for grabs, so anybody that wants to pick up those websites can definitely do that. I made attempts to try to give those websites back to both the Amazing Atheist and Jacqueline Glenn, and nothing ever came of it, so there's only so much I can do. I'm not going to stay on them to make an effort to take their websites from me, so anybody wants those, feel free to go buy them. Works for me. Check the Super Chats. Got a couple Super Chats. Two dollars. Don't feel bad on Isian. He's a scumbag. Nope. I would not feel bad for him. For sure. Thank you, Piero. And Abe Frodman gave me five dollars. Thank you, Abram. Really appreciate that. More super chats, please. Immortalize yourself on my show forever and ever. Help out the doggies if you can. It's all good. Ebeg, ebeg, ebeg. You know how it works. Chris Hansen went to a Onision house, not Repsian. Yeah, I didn't say that he went to Repsian's house, did I? If I said that, that's not what I meant. I meant that he went to uh, Onision's house. So, maybe I said that. I don't know. Maybe I misspoke. Hard to tell. I'll review the video later and see what the fuck I said. But you guys know what I mean. And, uh... Next up, gonna talk about this one from Space. Um, did you guys hear about this one? Stephen King took a little shit. He got canceled. Not really. Like, most people didn't have that big of a problem. Some people were a little bit upset with this. First off, he said, I would never consider diversity in matters of art. Only quality. It seems to me that I that to do otherwise would be wrong. And uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't like that. He did follow up by saying the most important thing we can do as artists and creative people is make sure everyone has the same fair shot, regardless of sex, color, orientation. Right now, such people are badly underrepresented and not only in the arts. I think he was referring to his vote in the uh, award show, like the Oscars and whatnot, how he doesn't really consider diversity in who he's going to vote for. He more takes into account just the pure art of it. Um, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, you should take diversity into account when you're doing this because we have to have better representation. And so, you know, you have the power to make those changes and I hope that to happen. And representation is important. 
Now, that's something I found out very clearly over the years. Wakanda forever! But anyway, uh, the conservative chuds love it. They love Stephen King all of a sudden. It's what they always do. Anybody that comes out, even seemingly slightly against things like diversity or trans people, they jump all over. Like Scott Greer, fucking chud, Scott Greer. Stephen King finally wrote something good! You know, just a white guy on Twitter. High-respected Daily Caller alum. Daily Caller, of course, is the, uh, I think that's the Ben Shapiro's right-wing online rag. And, uh, yeah, the Daily Wire, another another article from Daily Wire. Stephen King says art should be judged on quality, not diversity. Gets torched by leftist online. I was like, yeah, you go, Stephen King. Even though Stephen King's like as big of a liberal as it gets. As big of a Donald Trump hater as it gets. They, they usually hate this guy. But he says one little thing they can jump on and suddenly they fucking love him. It's the way it always works, right? And uh, I don't even really understand this one. This one's from Michelle Malkin. The emasculation of Prince Harry in six pictures. The toxic impact of SJW Hollywood feminism on Western man cannot be understated. Okay, uh, here's him at the top. I guess he's a soldier looking a little younger. And then I guess the bottom here is supposed to be examples of him being emasculated, but I'm not even really sure what we're looking at here. Okay, here he is. I guess he's standing behind his wife in this particular picture because she walked in ahead of him. I'm not really sure why that's a problem or that's emasculating in any way. Um, aren't you supposed to let ladies go first? Isn't that part of chivalry and whatnot? I don't know. And then here, I guess he's standing beside her again where she's hugging somebody. Totally emasculated somehow in this picture. Not really sure. And then here he is standing beside her. Oh my God, look at the emasculation. Fucking SJWs in Hollywood and something, 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 something. Like, I don't even get it, but 21,000 likes for this. Somebody please want to explain to me what I'm missing? I mean, I know I'm not missing anything. They just make shit up. That's the entire grift I got going on here. But yeah, just weird. People, they're just weird as fuck, man. And I don't understand why anybody gives a shit about the royal family. Like, I think they are basically have decided they're going to retire from being part of the royal family because it's a hassle, and I totally get that. Like, it just seems like stupid, outdated traditions. I wouldn't want to be a part of it either. I don't fucking blame them for wanting to fucking bail. And next up, here's one from Uber Feminist. And I agree with this, man. This uh, Jessica Yaniv, human individual, is such a strange person. Like, obviously, in my opinion, has some kind of mental illness. And uh, it's a shame because so many people like Blair White want to throw her out there like she's some kind of representation for the trans community when she's as far from it as could possibly be. But anyway, here she is. And I agree with where feminist says, okay, sincere question. How many yards can you travel while saying get away from me before you become the person that is following them around? And watch her. She continues to follow this person around while screaming, get away from me. You need, will you, will you be pleading guilty? What? No, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Hey! Stop! Go away from me. Go away. Fucking hell. Go away from me. Jesus, get away from me. Go away from me. Fucking crazy fucking thing. Get away from me. Get away. Get the fuck away from me. Stay away from me. Get away from me. Now. away from you. Right now. You heard me? I'm calling the police on you. I don't give a shit. Get away from me. You stay away from me. I'm back.
You need, will you, will you be pleading guilty? What? Get away from me! Get away from me! As you literally walk towards him, smacking him. Like, what in the absolute hell? Just such a strange person, man. And this person should definitely not be used in any way as a representative of trans people. As far as I can tell, trans people have universally condemned this person. So, if you try to use this person as a representation of trans people, you are being dishonest. Which, uh, looking at you, Blair White. And Stefan Mjolnuts got rightly lamblasted all over Twitter and the interwebs because he made this video e-begging. As Jared Holt says, Stefan Mjolnuts leaned into his extremism, friendly tendencies, and got burned. Now he's pleading for cash from his subscribers, which should let you know what really matters to him, not the virtue of philosophy or whatever his line is. So let's play this and then I'll comment about it. There is no place for me to go from here. This is where I, we, I believe, must take our stand. What am I going to go and get a job back in the corporate world? <laughs> one, one search and it would be functionally impossible. So for everybody else, it's get a job, take personal responsibility for your life. And then, of course, when it comes to him, I can't get a job. I can't take personal responsibility for my life. Bitch, yes, you can. You know you could find a job somewhere. Go dig a ditch or something. Go, you know, pick fruit. Just like what you say everybody else should do. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Stefan Mjolnuts. And I guess he got removed from Patreon because he's, you know, is a racist bigot. And so I guess it ain't going very well for him, so he got to be begging, oh my God, help me. Help me make money. If you guys don't support me, I'm fucking done for. Oops. Too goddamn bad. Guess you should have thought about that before you became a racist shithead. Huh there, Stefan Mjolnuts? Just my opinion. And speaking of outrage, outrage clicks, that's all it's about here. Annie No-Go, take a look at the photos of the world's first transgender doll. The doll is wearing a dress has long blonde hair and eyelashes, and a penis! Oh no! Not a penis on a doll, holy shit! And uh, wait till he finds out about Ken dolls. Literally, have you ever undressed a Ken doll? Dude's got no penis, right? Totally gonna freak out about that, that fucking shithead, but of course they gotta be upset about everything, these snowflakes. You are the snowflakes. How can you get any more snowflake than these people? It's a fucking doll. Who gives a shit? Time is it? Nine o'clock. All right. Making good time here. And uh, do you guys know about this? I didn't even know about this. Like I was doing some research about something the other day and I ended up going down the bizarre rabbit hole of the Kiwi Farms Forum, which is a, uh, a horrible, horrible, nightmarish place. But I found out that Peter Coffin, you guys know who Peter Coffin is? He is one of the, uh, I guess he's a bread tuber, one of these left wing guys. Not a guy that I really like very much for multiple reasons. But did you know that he got his first taste of fame by going on the Steve Harvey show and kicking himself in the nuts? I shit you not. This is real. Right here on this stage, please welcome the groin kicker himself, Peter Coffin. Pete, how you doing? I am good, Steve. What are you doing? Low, motherfucker. By the way, I got to show you this. Step over here. Did you notice how Peter was walking out? I got... This 
is the look of a guy that's fitting to kick himself in the nuts. That's exactly what it is, Steve. I'm telling you, man. Let me get on this side, because I... I mean, hey, come on, Peter, let me see. All right, here we go. <laughs> so I watched the Destiny debate he did earlier uh, with Peter Coffin, and uh, that's a pretty accurate representation of how it went for Peter Coffin. Basically, it was him kicking himself in the nuts and then uh, rage quitting. So anyway... Don't care for that guy very much. But anyway, maybe he's a good guy. I don't really know that much about him, so maybe he's fucking awesome. Don't want to talk too much shit. All right, let me check the super chat. Super chats. Got two more. Don't flip. All right, now I've got one more. Never clicker. Don't know what that means, but all right. Thank you, Rexo. Appreciate that. More super chats, please. What you guys have to say in the regular chat here. Boo! Dusty repeating Nazi talking points about Peter Coffin. Boo! Go back to the anti-SJWs. What is... Why is this a Nazi talking point? He was on that video kicking himself in the nuts. How would stating a fact be a Nazi talking point? If you guys are calling facts Nazi talking points, it seems like you're doing yourself a disservice. Why would you give them that sort of credit? That's weird. But, uh, yep, the fuck, my thoughts exactly. All my dolls had penises when I was growing up. Mine didn't. I had a bunch of action figures. That's what you call men's dolls. They're not dolls. They're action figures. Big, strong, buff dudes. Definitely not gay whatsoever. Coffin is a grifter. That's kind of my impression. But like I said, I don't know that much about him. I think your cat wants attention. All my cats want attention. All the fucking time. That's what it's always about. Uh, wow, imagine that desperate for attention. Yep. Doesn't seem to change very much. I guess kicking myself in the nuts means I'm a Nazi. Yep. I guess. Don't know. Good flexibility on his part, though. Got to give him that. Can't hate on him for the flexibility. All right. Next up. I love this one, right? <laughs> Women won't date me because they like assholes instead of nice guys. It's exactly what I think when I see this guy. It's what these men's rights activists always say. Oh, my God. Girls don't like me because I'm just not, I'm just too nice. I'm such a nice guy. No, they won't date you because you're a fucking chud. Holy shit, man. This is literally male bar control. Want to reject women? Want to have women reject you? Want to repel women? This is exactly how you fucking do it. Women be running away from you. Hideous, but also relatively amusing. And, uh. This video of Gun Girl went viral. 16.8 million views. You gotta love it, man. You gotta love her little baby voice. Every time she gets in trouble, she's like, make this little baby voice. Oh my God. And she keeps uploading these videos of her looking stupid and getting owned. It's like, you know you don't have to upload these videos if you're looking stupid. This, this cop completely dresses her down and her little baby voice trying to get out of it. Listen to it. Clearly don't like what they're up to. I don't okay? care what they're up then to. Then go away. Then, why, then why there's no reason to interview anyone. Yes, okay. there You're is. free to be about your business. Please don't get any more complaints. I don't know why you're making accusations night. about me. You're an officer. You're supposed I'm to know the truth. I'm not making any accusations other than what I believe it's is supposed taking to be place the truth. Here. here is what I believe is taking place. Because you're hanging the microphone in my face. Yes. You're playing these silly games. Because you're an officer and you're supposed to uphold the law in the First Amendment. I am holding the law. Have you been handcuffed yet? Have you not been threatened with me? 
That's all you've done is sit and argue with me about complaints that I received about you. You said you got complaints, so then I attempted to help you. You chose not to ask for my help in that consideration. You wanted to confiscate our property. You wanted me to investigate what you said was a crime. That's the only way it can be investigated. No, it's not confiscated. I just want to know. It's putting it into evidence so the detectives can take a look at it. What situations would happen? Yes, sir, it is. If that's what you would like the detectives to look at, that's what they'll look at. The whole camera is evidence. Okay. Are you a detective? Because maybe I missed you in police I've, school. I don't remember. I don't know why we have to be rude to each other. I'm like not this. being rude, but I'm done playing the semantic game. Be about your business. Him. Be about your business. Suffice it to say, I would prefer not to hear any more complaints about your behavior tonight. So I can't interview people if I one person say, makes a complaint. That's not what I said. You I said did not tell, I said people. be about your business. I received complaints I'm just about you. To I've get now a talked black to you and about white. it. There is no black and white. You want me to do hypotheticals? I'm not going to do yes, it. Yes, because I want to know the law. And I'm I want to know what you guys will do. do it. Everything is investigated individually. Just like you wanted your complaint investigated, I'll be glad to do that for you. You don't seem to want well, to take me up on that. We would have to give up our camera right now. Correct, because it's evidence. Okay. I believe what you're doing here right now is this would be great film for you, right? Arguing with the cop. Oh my God, you got him. No, That's what this is all about. My audience loves cops. That wouldn't make sense. Then let's move on with our night so I, I can I'm go protect somebody up. that might actually need to be protected. Why can't you right? tell people that they can't just make you right? leave because of accusations? These are accusations against me. Did I make you me. leave? No. No, that's not what Did I'm I saying. Did I make you leave? No, I'm, I'm trying to explain. You, you understand people go to jail all the time based on accusations? And then it's up I to... I and I want to protect then, myself. Yes, good point. I want to protect then myself. Then I would leave everybody alone. Because they clearly don't like you. It, it sounds so like I have to leave because I'm not taking anyone's side. I'm not taking anyone's side. Well, you said leave, leave people alone. I would say this seems like a bad idea in here. But that's just me. You're free to do whatever you'd like. But I will have consequences you if I go in there and get... And, and get yes, you have consequences for your actions. She's like, yeah, yeah, Goo-Goo. But there's consequences for my actions? Officer, I want to be able to do whatever I want without any consequences. No, you dumb bitch. Sorry, Jitter Slur. You have consequences for your actions. You're bothering people, walking up, sticking cameras in their faces. That's what you must and what don't leave alone. Right? He's All he's telling you is that he's got complaints and he's checking into it. Just funny. Always got to play the victim. And speaking about more fake outrage, did you hear this? Uh, the Watchmen TV series. They're not going to make a second season because I guess the guy who created the show decided he wants to do something else. And so, of course, the corner ain't going to jump all over it. Be outraged by it. HBO's Watchmen has been canceled after one season. Not sure if we can simplify things to get woke go broke. I'm sure you will, though. I'm sure that's that's the reason you put that hashtag in there. You want to simplify it. But that, even though it has literally nothing to do with that, a hugely successful show in every possible way. Critics loved it. Ratings did great. The guy simply doesn't want to do it anymore. But the director of bailing doesn't look great. Why? He has other jobs. He's a very talented individual that wants to do other things. I guess I'll find a new show to remind me racism is bad. I mean, holy shit, is that what you got away from that show? Yes, racism is bad, but that wasn't the, the entire point of the show, right? I mean, that was one aspect of it, and a great aspect. That show actually showed the uh, Black Wall Street firebombing that really happened in this country, where Black Wall Street, which is one of the most successful uh, neighborhoods, communities in the history of this country for black people, was destroyed, firebombed from airplanes by white folks. Um, so it's awesome that I had a show finally delve into that subject matter. But of course, the quartering, if you point out anything about our racist American past, oh my God, don't point out racism in this country. Just, you know, shh, shh. Do that. Yeah, we know why you don't want people to do that, dude. Want to maintain the status quo. 
protect the white supremacist power structure that exists in this country at all costs. And uh, the funny part is, <laughs> this comment from Ian Mouse Strong, right? Ian Mouse Strong is commenting about the quartering, and he says, he panders to some real scumbags. Oh, my God. Ian Mouse wrong, San. Somebody else panders to scumbags. I am as right one of the biggest scumbags in the world. This Jack Saint comment is pretty funny. That moment in Scooby-Doo episode where the gang think they found where the monster is hiding. And then another one leans in from behind them and says, what are y'all looking at? It's exactly what's happening here. What's going on, Gus? I'm one of the good ones. Nope. Nope, you're not. You are one of the monsters. I am Miles wrong. Wrongest boy on the internet. And, uh, all right, shut the fuck up. Doing a live show here. Love you, though. And this is funny. Hopefully this won't be copyright protected. They'll probably remove this video for this. Hopefully they will not. But want to know what it's like in America, folks? You want to know why Trump is president? Those of you from other countries? Well, this is the kind of idiots we have in this country. What do you think about this impeachment? This bullshit. Bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Why? Because he didn't do anything. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's total nonsense. And Trump has been grooming his supporters to push back on any impeachment talk with this simple demand. All you have to do is read the transcript. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. It's all about the transcript. Read the transcript right. Have yeah, you read, read the transcript? It. I have not read it. But we should read the transcript. We should. Look yeah. at the transcript, right? Yeah, look at the transcript. Have you read the transcript? Uh... I, I trust the word of our president. Yeah. Read the transcript, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Did you read the transcript? I, I, I mean, I, I've read most of it, but I, there's, there's nothing. Skim the transcript. Yeah. I don't have time for you know reading all the you know impeachment, all that bullshit, you know. But uh, how long have you been waiting out here for Donald Trump? Since eight o'clock. Hours. A lot of free time. Absolutely. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. Yeah. Did you read the transcript? I don't have to. <laughs> Everyone else has. I can read it if I need to. But right, yeah. But it's important it's, that it's everybody reads the transcript. It is very important. Pay it's, attention and think for yourself. Yes. You have. But to don't, be clear, you have not read the transcript. I haven't. No. Right. But it is just important. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a sheep. Think for yourself. But again, just to be very clear, yeah. you have not read. It. I have not read it. You just trusted somebody else. Correct. Right. Yeah. But don't be a sheep. Don't be a sheep, folks. Read this transcript. Don't be a sheep. But somebody else read it and told me what it says. I'm not a sheep, though. I'm one of the ones that think for myself. Even though somebody else thought for me. It's just, good Lord. Ah, America. Sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. Am I right? And speaking of rational disconnect, who apparently made a video shit all over me. Even though I didn't see it. I'm just going to pretend like that happened. And uh, this is what the chuds always fucking do, right? They always repost this fake shit like it's real. I hypocrite. Dating and started fingering my own ass. Yeah, fucking liberals, SJWs, they're so ridiculous. 1,700 likes, but of course, it's a parody website. Why I stopped online dating and started fingering my own ass. Reductress is an American feminist satire website that parodies articles found in the media targeted towards women, especially women's magazines. <sighs> Always got to put up that fucking fake bullshit to fool their audience who won't go look i mean that's why they post screenshots instead of the actual links to the articles they know no one's gonna go fucking look another example of this jack piso shit bick 
posting this like it's real. Straight white males, this movie is not for you. November 9th and then December 16th. Why are straight white males refusing to see this movie? Oh my God, they want it both ways. They're literally telling straight white males not to see this movie and then they're complaining straight white males are not seeing this movie. <gasps> and of course, all the goddamn chuds in his audience believe this is real. You know, many straight white females didn't watch it either, but of course it's fake. They just Photoshop this shit and they post fake shit all the time because reality doesn't matter to these people. Never does, never will. And here's a good point, I think, about religion. I have some serious reservations about what your religion gets up to. And of course they tell you, now, now, it's not polite to criticize people's religions. Anyway, Senator, please accept these $5 million donation to support your bill outlawing trans people going pee. Hey, that's not cool. Shh. Be polite. That's how they always are, right? We don't like it because of the things you're doing. We're speaking out because you're actually harming society. We have every right to speak out against your fucking ridiculous, outdated fairy tales. Don't tell us to shut the fuck up. We ain't got to respect that shit. Bullshit. I don't know if this is real or not, folks. I have no idea, but it's funny. So uh, I guess you can call this a trust fail. Let's have a look. Guys, all right, and then everybody fill in. And we're going to ask you to fall, and then they will catch you. So you have to trust us. I'm going to count to three. Just relax and fall, okay? One, two, three. No, wait, no, no. Close your eyes. <laughs> no, wait, no. Right, and then it's probably fake because they cut it off too early, but still pretty funny. That's religion for you. Don't ever trust them. The bastards. And, uh... Another example, another brilliant example of why Trump is president. Holy shit, this makes me embarrassed to be an American, but I, I like living in the South, and I think a lot of these people are from Mississippi. This is what it's like to live around here. So, for those of you in other countries, want to know what it's like to live in Mississippi? Here you go. Oops, audio needs to be on. There we go. Show me your butthole! Show your butthole! Everybody too. I love you. Sorry, I ain't texting you back. You're all about the butthole life. I'm about the butthole life. I think we're all about the butthole life. I think we should be as a community. <laughs> I'm not gonna show you my butthole. Three. Fucking Dale! Dale who? Arnhard! Fuck Kyle Bush! Roll Tide! Fuck Kyle Bush! Raise Hell Praise Dale! I love guinea horns! I fuck with the guinea horns! Who's that? Guinea horn? Just Google it, bro! You gotta tell us, you gotta give us a definition. That's the clitoris! The guinea horn, I fucks with it! I fucks with the clit! I fucks with the guinea horn! I just don't get it, so it's just the clitoris? That's what it means? Yeah, guinea horn! That's what the shit is. Fucking guinea horn. Doggy style, all day. So where does the word guinea horn come from? I love it. My fucking brain, baby. Guinea horn. All day. Trendsetter. Oh, gas, no brakes, baby! What's going on, man? About it. 
Oh, yeah, I'm from Mississippi State. We just out here, out here rallying, you know. You know what I mean. Yeah, about yeah. that. You about that? I'm about that. I'm about it. I'm Sam Smith, like the singer, but I'm not gay. I just drank a shit ton of beer. Talladega, this is Dega. I don't know what y'all are interviewing me for, but... Um, they weren't interviewing you. They were interviewing you. You walked up here and took the ball. Oh, this was, this was about to happen. I can tell you something that happened fucking last night. All right, so some bitch trying to damn fuck me over there. I fucking dropped my jewel and my natural light hat in her damn tent. I fucking came over here to get a condom. Walk back, guess what happened? Every motherfucker over there wanted to damn fight me. And I was damn was it hot. They just fucking out. stole my damn joke. Hey, and I was damn was it hot. I'm Tyrone, and this is Dago. Fastest shotgunner in the state damn Mississippi. Fucking Trump all day. Trump 2020, motherfuckers. Build that wall. Dude, if he can run a business, the country is a business. Fuck it. Bernie Sanders can eat a dick. Bernie Sanders is a fucking pussy, dude. I hate Bernie Sanders. But I mean, he was trying to, wasn't he trying to make weed legal or something like that? Oh, yeah. Well, then, well, then, yeah, he's cool. Drive fast, eat ass, son. Oh, hell yeah. Eat ass. You can't say you don't like it until you take it for a test drive. It's got to be clean, fresh, but home, you know? All right, the ham and cheese from Arby's. The vagina looks just like that. You know when that shit's been tore up before. <laughs> Me and this black guy ran a train on this one white bitch. I didn't want to do it, but hell, I wanted some fucking pussy, bro. What do you guys like better, Trump or Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Man, it's a hard, it's right at a tie. Moral of the story is, we come down here, we gonna spend some tires, we gonna hit a couple donuts, we gonna raise hell, and we definitely gonna hit the damn cornbread. This is heaven on earth. Why? This is freedom. Out here making left turns. Sure. What's the fantasy for tonight? What do you guys want to happen tonight? If you get it, see titties. Open the cash. Always in on one butthole. Well, I heard if they're showing butthole, I'd like to see that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't want to die, but I'm here to show my titties and get beads. <laughs> Pickup truck full of boys or what? For the boys? Yeah. For the boys. Hell yeah. What's going down this weekend, man? Uh, we're gonna go watch the race tomorrow and then probably see some titties tonight. I like, you know, like probably like 60 plus. Fuck Kyle Bush! <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that. This is why I don't have any male friends, really. Because this is the selection I have around here. Like, I literally couldn't stay in the same room with these people for more than five minutes. I feel like I'm losing brain cells just listening to that bullshit. Good fucking lord, that's so goddamn cringe. But, America! That's what Trump supporters are like. Good fucking god, we're doomed. We're all fucking doomed. Might as well enjoy your fucking life. And did you guys know? In Singapore, people who opt out of donating their organs are put on a lower priority to receive an organ transplant than those who did not opt out. That seems like a very smart thing. Why don't they do that everywhere? They should definitely do that here in America. I mean, if you're not going to give your organs, why should you be at the top of the list for organ donations? It doesn't make any sense. And obviously doing this makes people way more likely to donate their organs. This is just fucking common sense, really. So... You go, Singapore. We definitely need to adopt that stat here in America. Here's one from Brian McCurley. True as shit. If the shooter turns out to be Hispanic, build the wall. Arab, ban Muslims, black, BLM or terrorist, white. Uh, we need to ask ourselves, how are we as a society failing these poor, troubled young men? What kind of movies, video games, and music are we making? Yes, it's a mental health issue. We need more mental health facilities for our white brothers and sisters. This is exactly what it is. It's racism, right? The white supremacist power structure, always making excuses for your own side, never going to change. And I don't know if you guys saw this one. This went viral. These cops kicking the shit out of this fucking dude. Trying to pull him out of yo, 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 yo. A lot of people are like, uh, this is clear. 
excessive force, trying to break the guy's ribs. Now, the cops did come out, and they said that this guy was driving impaired, and he did hit and runs on three different cars. And so that's why they treated him like this. But they definitely fucked this dude up. Seems like there should be, like, a less aggressive way to subdue subjects or something. I don't know why they just didn't tase him or something, maybe. Seems like we should have more non-lethal ways of getting these people in handcuffs. But that's just me. Got the guy in a chokehold. I thought chokeholds were illegal to do for cops. I guess not. Anyway, that went viral. I don't know what you guys think. Maybe you think that's okay since he did do some hit and runs. Maybe you think all cops are bastards. Guess that depends on you. And uh, did you see this clip from Dennis Prager? Holy fucking shit. It's hard to believe this is real life, folks. Hard to believe this could possibly be real, but I'll play it and then we'll uh, comment on it. Is not Trump. My point is not what he said. My point is this. I don't care what people say privately, nor should you. That is not an accurate indicator of a person's character. Is that clear? Private talk is not an indicator of a person's character. What the fuck? Yes, it is. Private talk is the most valid indicator of a person's character. What you say in private when you don't think anybody's listening, that's exactly what you usually feel. <laughs> like, they'll literally justify anything. And you know, they don't hold this same standard to anybody else. Anybody else that was caught in private saying shit. Oh my God, he's saying what he really thinks because he's saying in private when it's Trump. Nah, man, only listen to what he says in prepared statements. That's how you can tell what he really means. There is no one, no one alive who if everything they said privately had been recorded and then allowed to the world could not be made to be looked like a terrible person. Yeah, or anything they said in public. It goes absolutely both ways. What the fuck are you talking about? That person doesn't exist. The whole point or a point of private talk is to vent, is to feel free to vent, is to say silly things, is to say, is to say gross things. I don't, I don't think that that should be the, the great majority of your conversation, obviously, but, but that is one of the elements of private talk with friends, with a spouse. I mean, think of what people have said. <laughs> I always give my example. He's about to admit that he's racist. Listen to this. Of You would think I hated every group on earth if you heard what I say about bad drivers. Whatever group the bad driver is in, I hate that group for that minute. Men, women, this ethnic group, this ethnic group, this religious group, it doesn't matter. Of course, but because it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I bet he doesn't say that when a white person cuts him off. I bet he doesn't blame white people and say, oh my God, fucking whiteies, you goddamn cracker. Guarantee he don't say that shit. When a black person cuts him off, I guarantee he's shouting the N-word. A woman, oh my God. Fucking women drivers, Asian person, probably screaming every racial slur towards Asians he can. It's just crazy that these guys could just admit this shit in public and get rewarded for it. Gonna make millions of dollars, Dennis Prager. These religious people are so crazy. I know Dennis Prager is Jewish and not Christian, but still, that's just another brand of religious lunacy. So, uh, funny to admit that in public. And, uh, so we're talking about Graham Lineman. 
On the last show, Graham Lyman was one who Boy George was retweeting for some reason. I don't know why the fuck Boy George would be t- retweeting Graham Lyman. Uh, I guess because Graham Lyman was agreeing with his transphobia. But uh, here's a joke. A joke. This is, this is literally the guy that wrote the IT crowd, which is a popular comedy. But he ain't funny. So your friend came out as non-binary. Here's how to use pronouns they, them. And his joke is... They, them, they, them, your dinner is ready. That's literally not how that's used. You would just say their name, right? You wouldn't say, he, 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 your dinner is ready. You would just say, your dinner is ready, right? Or you would call them by their name. This dude is a comedy writer. What in the goddamn fuck? And I agree with Donya. This joke literally doesn't make any sense. Dude, aren't you supposed to be a comedy writer or something? Uh, No, he's not. Just the chud. Here's another example of him. Here's him actually in a video complaining about trans people because it's so confusing. It's so confusing. Think of the children, how confusing this is. I can't write comedy in a world where a bearded man, Alex Drummond, can go into schools and tell young girls that he's a lesbian. I can't write comedy in that world because that is nuts. Why? Why could you not write comedy in that world? I can write comedy in this world just fine. Aren't you a comedy writer? What the fuck is wrong with you? And not only nuts, but offensive, confused. Well, then you're a snowflake, right? If you're getting that easily offended over something, aren't you the snowflake? Delay. Confusing to kids, confusing to young lesbians, you know? It's not confusing <laughs> at all, though. It's very sub-understand. Hey, I am a trans woman, and I'm attracted to other women. And if you're not attracted to trans women, then that's fine, but that's what I am. Okay, I totally understand. I understand what a trans woman is. I understand that trans women can be attracted to other women, which makes you a trans female lesbian, right? No problem. Very easy to understand. But Graham Lyman, oh my God, it's so unbelievably confusing. No, it's not. You're just a moron. You're just trying to make fake outrage in order to give you something to complain about because you're a fucking snowflake, right? How can anyone ignore it? You can't ignore it. It's it's so wrong. It's wrong. It's the wrongest thing. It's I can't so write. wrong. Trans acceptance, so wrong. Fuck you, Graham Lyman. And fuck you, little bit boy George, for retweeting this motherfucker and all you other motherfuckers that retweet this motherfucker. And the next up, apparently Kanye West is about to... Uh, do an event with some anti-gay people. So that's not amazing, right? Rapper Kanye West announced that he and his Sunday service choir would take part in Awaken 2020, a prayer rally featuring Dominionist, Lou Engel, and our Dominionist, Lou Engel, Cheon, Cindy Jacobs, and other evangelists, um, our evangelists, that will be held Saturday, January 18th at Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe, Arizona. According to one report, West's announcement sparked such a flood of people registering for free tickets that the event website crashed. Engel teaches that the church's vocation is to rule history with God. He has used his prayer events to call for an end to abortion in America, to mobilize resistance to LGBTQ equality, and to ask God to remove pro-choice Supreme Court justices so that President Donald Trump can replace them with justice who will eliminate a right to abortion. Last year, Jacobs warned that the proposed Equality Acts 
which would expand federal civil rights laws to include protections against discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity become law, Christians will rise up and we would even come to a place of civil war. In 2017, Jacobs told a gathering that God wants Christians to become so wealthy it will make Jews jealous, sparking a great harvest of Jewish conversation. So fuck Kanye. You need more reason to fuck Kanye and also fuck Kim. Fuck all those motherfuckers who are part of this in any way. Just the most gross sellouts you can possibly imagine. No, these are the people that are, are these celebrities, right? They're supposed to be the ones who fight for gay rights and gay acceptance. But nope. These motherfuckers are the first to sell you out. And speaking of people that will sell you out, Blair White's new video is obviously clickbait. Nikki's tutorial's boyfriend didn't know she was trans. Already 500,000 views in 10 hours is so clickbait. So basically, I guess this Nick, Nikki tutorials is a popular trans uh, woman who makes tutorials. I guess makeup tutorials, I'm guessing. Um, and I guess she didn't tell her boyfriend that she was trans on the first date or something, but she did tell him and he was fine with it and they're still together or whatnot. But of course, if you read the headline, you think, oh my God, another example of a trans woman basically tricking a man. And I think she even barely talks about it in the video, but the whole point is to throw trans people under the bus, to point out any slight negative thing you can find out about a trans person. So Blair White can come in and say, see, I'm one of the good ones. I'm one of the good trans people, unlike all these evil trans people who are dishonest. So good Lord, doing what she do, making that bank, being transphobic, throwing trans people under the bus. Fuck her. Am I right? And Going to talk about a little bit of fighting. Here's a what not to do in a fight 101. Okay, so... uh. This dude going to get in a fight with this other dude. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to pick you up and slam you on your head. So he grabs him, picks him up. Nope, I just knocked myself out. I am totally out. And now this dude's going to punch me in the face repeatedly while I'm out. You fucking moron. Let's have another look at that. Yeah, boom. Yeah, nope. That is not what you want to do. You don't know how to fight. Cease immediately. Out like a light. Yep. That's not what you want. Not recommended. And next up, what the fuck is this sorcery? I don't know if this is over in uh, Japan. The, the text is Japanese, but holy shit, burn the witch! The plague doctor doing some creepy ass shit here. How do you do? Uh, how? How is he doing that? Lots of practice. Lots of skill, but it's mesmerizing and beautiful at the same time. It's pretty fucking cool. Wish I had a dollar to throw that guy. Throw a coin to your witcher! Dude, definitely, definitely got skills. Pretty, pretty to watch. All right, let's take a break and read the super chats in the chats real quick. Jackie Galaxy, $5 Canadian, happy bladed New Year's, Dusty. Family and the other fur faces. Hey, happy New Year's to you. Hope you guys are having a good one. Really appreciate that. Sign on $5. I'm a NASCAR fan for 25 years and I approve of this video. It's embarrassing. I definitely wouldn't want to go hang out with those people for sure. Thank you for that. All right. Super chats for light tonight, but oh well, what you going to do? Last chance to get in your super chat if you want to. Show's in and early, so uh, got a couple of palate cleansers to do and then we're going to finish up here. And uh, one of the coolest costumes I've ever seen. I guess this is real and not CGI. Look at this badass motherfucker, though. Mirror Man. 
don't know how he made that costume, but it's cool as shit. I want it stat. Mesmerizing. <laughs> Makes like crinkly noises when he walks. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Close down the the witch and little puppy whirlpool for you guys. And this video is a little older, but it's cute as shit. This reminds me of my dogs when you feed them. I gotta get them all together and try this. Get them a round bowl and see if this actually works. This is exactly probably what they would do though. Little circle. You gotta eat in a circle, eat in a circle. <laughs> Follow the leader, do as the leader does. Cute as shit. Love to see it. And last but not least, I need to learn how to do this martial art. This martial art would really help me out in my life. Dog fight, yeah. Haya, haya. Block you, block you. The dog's got some skills, but he ain't having none of it. Block, punch, block. Hells yeah, cute as fuck. <laughs> he doing some Matrix shit. Not even looking. Don't even have to look. Neo with his dog. Anyway, that's cute as fuck. Love to see it. All right, well, that's it for my material. Read the chats and I'll end the show. See how it goes. Uh, and that's only tie I'd ever wear and isn't a bow tie. Yep, that's a definitely cool mirror tie. Love that. Then your trans friends are turfs. Didn't read what that's coming from, but Plague Big Mask. Yeah, the Plague Doctor. I was reading about the Plague Doctors the other day. It was actually real doctors who dressed like that. And they actually thought that was going to help them not catch the plague when they went and treated sick motherfuckers. I definitely wouldn't want that scary looking dude coming treating me. Gotta take that costume off. Where are the rape at? It was at the beginning. Gotta rewind it. It's long form content. We talk about 50 different subjects on the show. So, uh, that breed is smart too. Yep, definitely a smart breed of dog. Love to see it. A wall in a can. I don't like Blair White, but I did watch one of her debates with Onision, and in the debate, Onision basically admitted to being a pedophile. Well, that wasn't smart. Definitely not what you want to do. What a dumbass. Thank you, a wall in a can. Greetings from Russia, Dusty. Hey, greetings to you. Uh, how are you pronounce that name? I want to say it's, uh, oh, God. Obichinyachelovic. Was it even close a little bit? Don't know. You have a good night, Rekman. Ass hat, definitely. All right, well, that's my material, folks. Did an hour and a half for you. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Spanky Weasel. Love you guys. I'll be back Monday. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I'll have enough material to do another show Monday. If not, maybe I'll do a... I got everything set up to do another religious bullshit video. I have some really good stuff to cover. Maybe I'll work on that this weekend. We'll see what the fuck happens. But anyway... Love you guys a lot. Really appreciate it. I will see you Monday. As always, make sure you like the videos. Liking the videos is very important. Leave comments on the videos. That's also very important. Share the videos with your friend. And, and think about maybe supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com for podcast. Even a dollar or two a month helps. Whatever you can afford. Uh, most of it goes to the animals. So, you know, we do good work here. So, please consider supporting the show if you enjoy what I do. The uh, Super Chats were really light tonight, so could definitely use you guys' help so I can keep doing this. If you want to see the show keep going, please consider supporting it. Be back on Monday. You guys have a good weekend. Really appreciate it. See you guys soon. As always, Logic, fuck yes. Not everybody. <laughs>